Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. All right. Okay. Audrey. Hi. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> so I'm Audrey Healy. Um, I am married to Jared, and we have three boys. Uh, one's almost 10 one just turned seven and a three-and-a-half-year-old that thinks he's like 25. <laughs> um, and I'm a stay-at-home mom now. Um, that's, I, so since the youngest was born, that's when I became a stay-at-home mom. And before that, um, worked in the manufacturing industry. I basically live in Chelsea's backyard, so that's <laughs> fun. We're pretty close to each other. And we met at church and um, had a small group. We were in small group together, and so it's been great getting mm-hmm. to know you. Okay, the verses that inspired two of these questions are in Matthew 22. Jesus is asked, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So my first question for you is what currently stirs your love for God? Okay, so I had a couple of thoughts. And I think (laughs) the one that I landed on for this one was one that's been true for a long time in my life, but it still stirs my love for him. And so it's just recalling his faithfulness mm-hmm. throughout um, our journey, uh, specifically mine and Jared's journey together. Uh, and when we were in college, um, well, I'll back up a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, in First Samuel 7, uh, it talks about how Samuel had set up um, the stone to commemorate God's mm-hmm. faithfulness, um, the Ebenezer. And um, so there's different like songs that the Lord has mm. given me throughout my life that I can look back on as kind of my Ebenezer. And so I'll just describe a couple of those. So the first one was when we were in college. So Jared and I are high school sweethearts, but we had a, a brief breakup in college <laughs> that was pretty tough. Um, mm. But throughout that, the Lord kept giving me the uh, the song by Casting Crowns, Praise mm. You in the Storm. And uh, part of that song um, says, I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? Mm-hmm. My help comes from the Lord. And so when I would be really down or upset and not knowing what my next step was, uh, I just kept coming back to that song. And and so now when I hear that song, it reminds me of that time mm-hmm. when I felt lost and I was certain that we were going to get married. And here we are, happily married, 14 <laughs> years but at that time, I didn't know that that's what the future would hold. And so it's really neat to hear that song on the radio and to be reminded of God's faithfulness to guide me through that, mm-hmm. to guide Jared through that, and to bring us back together. Um, and then another time that he did that was, so I'm an Alabama girl, mm-hmm. um, not an Alabama fan. <laughs> I'm an Alabama girl born and raised. So Jared and I thought we'd always live in Alabama. And then the Lord moved us to Iowa, and that was not within our plans at all. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a huge blessing, made so many great friends up there um, that we love and miss dearly. But when we first, we had like two days to find a house or a place to live up there. We didn't know a soul up there. Thought we were always going to live around people that we knew for the rest of our lives. And so I remember we were driving around, couldn't find a place to live, driving around in our rental car. And I basically had a panic attack. Like, (laughs) what are we doing up here? We have no idea. We had been married less than a year. And just panicked and really questioning, like, is this what God wants us to do? Hmm. Um, 
And we were listening to a Christian radio station while we were driving around. And the song Everlasting God by Lincoln Mm -hmm. Brewster came on Mm -hmm. the radio. And at the end of that one, on the extended version, his son quotes from Isaiah 40, um, where he talks about uh, those that wait on mm. the wait, wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, and he goes he he goes through the whole scripture. Um, but that song, when I hear that one on the radio, that one takes me back because I remember we we parked in a park in a grocery store parking lot. I still remember vividly <laughs> where this parking lot was. It ended up being like half a mile from where we ended up living. Nice, but I just remember so vividly. This peace and this mm. calm washing over me. The Lord saying that I'm with you. Mm. This is where I want you. Uh, you are you are following me and doing this. I will be with you. And I, that is like a clear line in the sand. I went from panicked and not knowing mm. what we were doing to complete peace and still not knowing what we were doing, <laughs> but confident that the Lord did. Um, and so that was really neat. And then this one. I, I can't. I don't think that there's actual scripture in it. But um, when I was pregnant with our third son, I had wrestled back and forth with should I work, mm-hmm. um, continue working, should I stay at home. I didn't really have like a great um, pull one way mm-hmm. or the other, but just kind of a feeling like maybe the timing is right. I had worked for about ten years. I, I guess. was about to ask. You worked through all your other yeah pregnancies yep. and um, toddler. Yeah, so through the years. second I had cut back my hours a little bit, but still essentially full-time. Mm. <laughs> so I had worked for 10 years, and I loved my job. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Um, that would, you know, there wasn't, I didn't feel like this would be, oh, well, now I'll have all this free time. And mm-hmm. like, I, I really loved my job and really liked what I was doing. And so it was a really hard decision. Uh, and I, I was driving back to work from one of my appointments, one of my OBGYN appointments, and a Toby Mac song came on, <laughs> Steal My Show. And at the end of it, he says, um, my fame. Okay, in the lyrics I looked up, he says, my fame, my feet. I always thought he said, my fame, my fear, which I like better. Yeah. I think it rhymes better, so I'm going to go with that. Okay. But it said, my fame, my fear, my family, my career, take it away. Mm-hmm. It's all yours now, so take it away. I'm getting teary-eyed just mm-hmm. thinking about it. Because... um the Lord then, like, again, I was, like, pulling off the exit ramp. I know exactly where I was when That's that cool. song came on. And they weren't just lyrics. They were the Lord telling me, like, I want you to surrender mm. what you think your plan is for your life. Like, And he and He brought back to mind, like, these songs, he brought those back to my mind. I'm going to use this song like I use those other songs. Um, mm. This is going to be a, a reminder to you. And so I, it, it has been. And again, I hear that song and I come back to that time. And then last one, um, this one will definitely bring out the waterworks. So <laughs> I think our, I know what this one's going to yeah, be. I was in your big. life for this one, <laughs> <Yes>. I think. <laughs> so when our youngest son, it was right before he turned two and he had a pretty bad accident in our backyard. He fell from our tree house and he broke his femur. Mm. It was awful. It, it was it, awful. It was really, it was really awful. awful. Yeah. Terrifying. Um, that's the first big And you got three injury. boys. You we know, have three so. boys. And, and Jared is, <laughs> he's, he is co- very capable, but he also is adventurous. So yeah. somehow, this is our first, like, emergency room, like, visit. Major situation. Yeah, we just scooped him up and carried him <sighs> off to the emergency room. 
Um, it was when COVID first started. So there are all these rules about how many people could go with you mm. and, and all this craziness. And so this song had actually started a little bit before that, like a couple of weeks before. Uh, and so it was the song The Blessing by Carrie Job. And we found a version on it from YouTube mm. that we just listened to over and over mm. and over again to the point that our almost two-year-old <laughs> who could barely talk knew all the words to the song. <laughs> and he would sit in my lap and sing it, and our Sweet. whole family would go around singing it. And so that song was so fresh on my mind. Um, and, and again, this, the lyrics from The Blessing are, are scripture, like mm. nothing but scripture mm. in that song. Um, and so when... When Jacob had his accident, I remember being in, staying in the hospital with him overnight. And every time he flinched at all while he was trying to sleep, he would just scream mm. and cry. And they didn't do the surgery till the next day to reset it. And um, so he was in a lot, a lot of pain. Mm. And so I just sang that song to him mm. all night long. I sang that song to him. And um, and we sang it. He had that awful, awful cast. <laughs> terrible. And I feel oh. for, I can definitely sympathize with anyone who experiences that. Um, it was rough. But that song, um, again, I go back to it. And, and I remember God's faithfulness mm. through that. It was a rough six weeks of figuring out how diapers work in mm. one of those terrible casts. And um, frustration on his part, on our part, because mm -hmm. he's trying to learn how to walk, and mm. now he can't sit up or crawl or do anything. He did learn how to army crawl like a champ. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But it was just, it was uh, such a hard time. But mm. thinking back, that song brings me back to what was also a very sweet time. It really grew our family together. Um, it was, It was just a really pivotal time mm. in our family's life. And so all those songs, <laughs> I don't say you should get your theology from <laughs> songs. I mean, a lot of them are great. <laughs> Definitely scripture comes first. But I love that so many mm. of those songs came directly from scripture and God used them and spoke very clearly mm -hmm. to me in those times. Um, and so that's... That's what has for mm -hmm. probably 15 years, and I think will continue to stir my love <laughs> yeah. for him, is him reminding me of his faithfulness in times, even in the little times when, oh my God, I, I just don't mm -hmm. know what to do about this mm -hmm. small, tiny decision. I don't know what to do. And he, that one of those songs will come on the radio, mm -hmm. or he'll just remind me of one of those times associated with one of those songs, and, mm -hmm. and then I can rest again and know that he's got it. Yeah. yeah. And I've learned you can't force it. You can't, because yeah. there's been times where I'm like, send me a song, Lord, send me a song. <laughs> and I'll be listening. I'm like, oh, is that my song? And then like two days later, what was that song? <laughs> like he is showing me like, I, yeah. he will do it when it's he is good. ready. Yeah. And I need to back off it's and good. give him the room and the time and the space. And oh, maybe that's, that's not how he chooses to operate in a different mm -hmm. um, situation. So I've learned like just. Let it be. Let him do it in his time if he wants to. Or if he wants to ride it in the sky with an airplane, maybe he'll choose that <laughs> right. method. I don't know. Right. Like, you can't force it. You can't force God's hand. But he is faithful. And I have those things I can look mm -hmm. back on to know that no matter how he does it, he will do it again. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay. Is there anything that currently stifles your love for God? Yes, there is. So, in reflecting on how I want to approach this year with my quiet time. With the Lord, 
I've had a good, I would say a, a pretty good, pretty consistent quiet time since we're out of the really little years when mm -hmm. the youngest wakes up super early. Like we're a little bit past <laughs> that. So I can count on a little bit of quiet time mm -hmm. in the morning. But in reflecting on last year and what quiet time looked like last year and, and mm -hmm. what it needed to look like going forward, I was really convicted of the fact that I would focus the most of my energy and, and my quiet time on what I could, what I wrote down on paper. Mm -hmm. So for instance, we were reading through the new Testament last year. So I kept a journal and would write like one line every day about mm -hmm. what I learned from that scripture reading that day. Or I'd write something in my gratitude journal or write a little update on a prayer request so I would focus my attention on all those things. And now the kids still wake up early, <laughs> most of them, most of the time. They'll still wake up early. And so if once they wake up, it's the not focus meter time. goes down yeah. a little bit. It's not yeah. quiet. Time. It might be time, but it's not quiet time anymore. <laughs> and so I would find myself making sure that I got done those things that were visible to me. Mm. And was really convicted of the fact that a lot of days that meant that in a pinch, I would do those things where I could say, I did it, check that box. Instead of, I spent time with the Lord, mm -hmm. check that box. And so there were, um, there were probably plenty of days where, yes, I read my Bible and I wrote in my prayer mm -hmm. journal, but I didn't actually ever pray. Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, I didn't spend time like meditating on what I read. I just mm. did the things so that I could go back and look and say, oh, I did it perfectly for this whole month. I never <laughs> missed a day. But yet I wasn't, it was stifling my love for mm. the Lord because it was becoming just a checklist item. And so this year I'm still trying to figure out like with the Lord's help, what that looks like, how to change it up so mm. that my focus isn't on getting it done and it looking good on paper, but like really spending that time in fellowship mm -hmm. with him, even if that means one Bible verse and one prayer request and the rest is just time and silence mm -hmm. with him. Like that's, that's what it, if that's what it needs to be, that's what it needs to be. Not right. doing all of the things I decided I needed to do to check my spiritual box mm -hmm. for the day. Oh, I could totally relate to that. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I read a book about silence and solitude, and I think that's when the Lord just blew up all those, mm -hmm. all the stuff that I have. Because I was kind of like that too. I like to measure it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it almost made me feel better if I knew that I had done it. Yeah. Like, you know, you're finding a lot of peace and hope in your effort, mm -hmm. not actually in the Lord, you know, because anyway, I can, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. And I wonder why it's so, I wonder if those, because those things are measurable. Mm-hmm. That it's almost like if it's out there just free flowing and I show up and I just listen and he doesn't say anything or I don't feel productive, mm -hmm. then I almost count it as a waste, you know, yeah. but I have an author that I really like and she talks a lot about how wasting time with God is really important. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's okay just to be there and not even think about anything spiritual. Yeah. But just like come and say, Lord, this is our time. It's quiet in the morning. I don't know what the day holds. I don't know anything. And maybe I'm going to pray about something and maybe I'm not. Mm -hmm. But the goal is that I'm with you, even if I don't. My thing is like, if I'm not reading anything particular, like content, I'm like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. You know, am I, is this productive at all? And I'm like, yes, you mm -hmm. know, because it's about him. It's not about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and what you're saying about totally relate to that um, because you can measure it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I am a book collector. Mm-hmm. I am not so great at reading books, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. You got the good ones. I, I you do. got the books. I do. Yeah. I have a library of all the bestsellers. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what any of them are about. But I have started reading In His Image mm-hmm. by Jen oh, Wilkin. That's a, yeah, it's good. And chapter one, which is as far as I've gotten so far, <laughs> was about how God is infinite mm-hmm. and we are not. But we like to measure things, and so we like to try to measure God, and mm-hmm. we like to see ourselves as limitless. And so, yeah, I think that um, it, it was a way for me to measure mm-hmm. myself and say, yep, I'm doing good. Yeah. And, so then, yep, God must be happy with Right. Me. Yes, that's um, the thing. Yeah. And Ooh. and then I was like, why, why do you feel so distant? Because <laughs> you haven't talked to me in a long time. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is good. And something about the freedom of that is what always felt, like, risky to me. Mm-hmm. Something about the priori- prioritizing the methods made me feel just, maybe it's a control thing, or maybe yeah. it's like I can feel good about this because this is what I've determined is a good standard mm-hmm. it's good to read my bible for 20 minutes a day and it's good to write down my prayer you know it's good to do all these things if i don't do them then i feel bad about it I'm like but what if i communed with him all day mm-hmm. that was more important than the fact that i sat there for 20 minutes anyway right. yeah like interesting like the the freedom of god and the in the gospel for years just made me really freaked out mm-hmm. i did not like the just like <laughs> openness like i wanted to know tell me what to do and i will do it mm-hmm He's like that in some way. The, the Bible's got some things that are good practices, but mm-hmm. there's some things that are just, you're still thinking about yourself and now you're thinking about me, and that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, oh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Fill in the blank question. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. Okay. I hope I can take some liberties with this. Oh, yeah, girl. Change it just Go. a smidge. <laughs> still keeping it in within God. <laughs> that's Trinity here. So the mm. truth that the Holy Spirit intercedes in prayer for me mm. means a lot because it means I can come to God honestly with my prayers and my confusion and my exhaustion and mm. my questions, <laughs> and the Holy Spirit will turn that into what it needs to be. It's good. So um, this, I went through a pretty hard time this past spring. Um, my brother had been sick with cancer for mm. several years and um, ended up passing away in April from it. Um and I had prayed so long for so many different things for him, for his family, like all of our family, mm-hmm. to the point, and, and a lot of times those prayers felt unanswered mm-hmm. um, as he just progressively got worse. And I, I never felt, you know, having grown up as a Christian and always knowing you should pray, pray about everything, I never felt like I would get to this point, but it was to the point where it's like, God, I've prayed and prayed and prayed. And clearly I'm not praying the right things because you mm-hmm. haven't answered those things. So I don't know what to pray anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I was, um, so in Romans 8, it talks about how the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Um, and so that I really take comfort in that, that when I'm praying all these things that to the best of my ability, I'm praying within God's will, but I'm not God. And of course, I don't know all of his will. And sometimes what I think should be his will might might not be. And so just to be able to trust in that fact that I can just come honestly to him and pray what's on my heart 
and that the Holy Spirit knows my heart, and mm-hmm. He knows the heart of the Father, and He knows the Father's will. And so He will translate <laughs> my weak and broken and mm-hmm. misunderstood prayers, and He will translate those into what is in line with the will of the mm-hmm. Father. Um, and I can just rest in that fact so that I don't have to come to God with these perfect prayers mm-hmm. and um or so be discontent or frustrated when it mm-hmm. doesn't when I'm not yes. seeing what I would think would be a great thing to be praying. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like I'm seeing nothing. I'm yeah. seeing no fruit. I'm seeing no change. He sees more than I see, exactly. so I like that limited. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm very limited as a human being, and he is not. Mm-hmm. And so that's huge. Yeah. I love and that. And when I came to that realization, you're exactly mm-hmm. right. Like when I came to that realization of that, um, I. I felt like the Lord was saying, just keep praying. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't see it, like you said, I'm still working. Mm-hmm. Keep praying those things. And so it, it just gave me the freedom. You know, a lot of times when people go through like crises like that mm-hmm. or really hard situations, they might stop praying. Mm-hmm. And, and I could see myself going that route for sure when I had those feelings. But because of that assurance, mm-hmm. It, it gave me more freedom to just keep praying even when I didn't what. see those results. Mm-hmm. And and praise God, like, at the at the end of it, when he did pass away, and I thought the chapter was closed, I, I found out, like, some news that, mm-hmm. like, that he was working the whole time, yeah. that I didn't, I could have gotten really frustrated and mm-hmm. said, well, now it's a done deal and it's over, Um but then I found out that mm-hmm. he was working all along. Yeah. So it was really sweet to know that those prayers were heard and answered. Mm-hmm. I think seeing answers does strengthen our faith. But I feel like also the muscle of just continuing, the trust mm-hmm. muscle of just continuing, the habit of just continuing to come is almost more useful for us in the future mm-hmm. as we go through different things than having said, I prayed for this and it immediately happened. Yeah. I'm like, great. But what if it doesn't happen the next time? Mm-hmm. You know, like, or what if it doesn't it happens differently the next time? Like, I would, I would hope for myself. Easier said than done. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm hoping for myself that I would, I will continue to grow in my like steadfastness of prayer or coming to Him. Mm-hmm. In that honesty, I love what you said about honesty. Like the Holy Spirit can take it, as opposed to me saying I'm only going to come if I know that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that stunts my relationship with Him. Yeah. Whereas if I can come, no matter what. I feel like that opens us up mm-hmm. entirely up to add bold, to ask bold things or mm-hmm. come confused or tired or whatever. Like, yeah. especially when you take that attitude of, but even if not, he's yeah. still good. Yes. Um, because then yeah, you're not putting that pressure on yourself. Right. You're not think, bearing that weight. Yeah, yeah. I have to get it right or he's not going to answer. Yes. Like, so even true. if he doesn't answer, it's not because you asked wrong and he's waiting on you to mm-hmm. say it the right way or ask the right way. Like, even if he doesn't answer it at all, he is still good. Mm-hmm. And you can trust in that and lean into that. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Our last question is, what is something you're looking forward to? Well, uh, I am part of a mom's ministry at our church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's hosted at our church, but a lot of other churches are involved with it. Um, it's for moms with kids that are in the younger years of life. And I've loved um, being on leadership in that, and I've been one of the the main leaders, I guess, um, for this is my second year to mm-hmm. do that. And so in May, that that term, I guess you call it, mm-hmm. will will be up. 
And so I'm really looking forward to what the Lord has Mm -hmm. next for me. And I don't know what that is yet. And um, I'm excited, though. I'm (laughs) not scared. Um, It might be to continue on and helping in this ministry that I love. It might be possibly like going back to work. We Mm -hmm. have some family goals um, that we're kind of sorting out that might need a little extra income boost. So Mm -hmm. might be going back to work. Um, (laughs) It it might be folding laundry. I don't know (laughs) what it is. Yeah. But just when you're, when I was thinking through that question and thinking about all the possibilities and like, what am I going to be doing a year from now? I have no idea but because of your first question and <laughs> thinking back through how faithful mm. God's been when I didn't know what tomorrow or a year from now would hold, like he's never steered me on the wrong mm. path. And so mm. um, I'm really excited, whatever it is, yeah. whether it's a new career launch mm-hmm. or if it's folding extra laundry, <laughs> like I don't know, but yeah. I know that he's going to guide mm. me and show me clearly what that next thing is so i'm excited yeah, for cool. the big reveal yeah <laughs> when he shows me and, oh, i love it and hopefully he shows me soon or else i'll just <laughs> kind of meander and yeah but i got weight. a couple months yeah. 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 yeah maybe hang out with you till yes i love that <laughs> i love that idea um well yeah. i love you thank love you, you so much yes That's thank great. you listening friends it means a lot that you added us to your day today thank you so much Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time!